I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Coronavirus edition. Okay, so last time I started talking about angels. Uh, and I decided, as soon as I, I stopped, I'm like, you know what? I should just do a next one. So I decided to do another one on angels. Um, I think when I wrote it up, I said part one, part two. So you guys always knew I was doing another part one. I didn't know that till I finished. But anyway, we finished last time with Magic 2010. We are up to Zendikar. So I'll begin with a Maria Angel. Two white, white for a 3 3 Angel flying. Landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may put a 1 1 white bird creature token with flying into the battlefield. Um, I think the earliest version of this card actually made 1 1 ground creatures. Um, but I think we got the idea of. Well, what if we put it on an angel and then instead of ground creatures, it made flying creatures? Um, and I think, I, I kind of think we went back and forth whether it made it birds or spirits. Um, but anyway, uh, I like this card. One of the things that's fun about Landfall is um, on smaller cards, you tend to do some little effects. And then as you get a little more expensive, bigger cards, um, you get to do a little bigger effects. So I, I like making little 1 1 birds, is cool. I also like the idea, uh, I'm a big bird fan, so I, I, you know, I just like Landfall that makes birds. Okay, next, Iona, Shield of Amiria. Six white, 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 legendary creature angel, seven, seven, flying. As Iona, Shield of Amiria enters the battlefield, choose a color. Your opponents can't cast spells of the chosen color. So one of the interesting things is, um, one of the things that we always try to do is try to sort of, in the color pie, figure out how different people do stuff such that they have their own identity. Um, so one of the things that we definitely do a lot of is making white more of the proactive color and blue more of the reactive color. And what that means is white can shut you down, but it more does it proactively. I'm going to make a rule or do something and ahead of time keep you from doing something. Where blue is more like a reactive. You do it and then I react to it. Um, so I own is a really good example of a very proactive white card, right? You get to pick a color. Like, you're not countering the spells. You're just keeping them from ever getting cast in the first place. Um, and I know Iona is a very popular commander just because it's, it's pretty powerful. Um, so anyway, uh, next, uh, let's see. Admonition admi Angel? This is from World Wake. Uh, three white, white, white. So six mana total. Three, which is white. Six, six. Flying, it's an angel. They're all angels. I don't know if I need to say it every time. Landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may exile target non-land permanent other than an admission angel. When admission angel leaves the battlefield, return all cards exiled with it to the battlefield under their owner's control. So remember we were trying to... So we had done um, Landfall for the first time in Zendikar. Now we're in Worldwake, so the first expansion to original Zendikar. And we were trying to just come up with clever ways to use Landfall a little differently than we had before. Um, and we stumbled upon the idea of sort of making uh, an Oblivion Ring, right? Of white is, one of white's abilities is removing things from the battlefield while it's on the battlefield. Um, and we've definitely done creatures that do that. Uh, so the idea here was, um, we had to do two things. So one is, uh, we had to say other than Admonition Angel, right? Because we didn't want it to um, exile itself. Uh, and the second thing is we said non-land because we didn't want to do land land shenanigans. Well, two things. We didn't want to erase land because we don't like to do a lot of land destruction. And there are some um, shenanigans you could do with, with having lands be taken away by the Admonition Angel and then bring them back and then it makes a lot of land triggers and stuff. So anyway, um, I like this card. I think this card is kind of a fun card, so it's pretty cool. 
Next, Lightkeeper of Amiria, three white, two four. That's from Worldwake as well. Uh, multi kicker white. Uh, so me, a multi kicker. Uh, you may pay an additional white any number of times as you cast a spell. It's flying, and when Lightkeeper of Amiria enters the battlefield, you gain two life for each time it was kicked. So essentially, for three white, it's a two four flyer. For three white white, it's a two four flyer. You gain two life. For three white white white, it's a two four flyer. You gain four life. Except you can keep kicking as many times as you want. Interesting, multi-kicker actually originally started in, in um, Zendikar. Um, we, had, we were trying to find, because we were bringing Kicker back. I mean, Kicker had been in numerous sets before. And we came up with multi-kicker as being the new variant for Kicker. Um, but what we found was that there was plenty of use of general Kicker. And we decided to push it off into Worldwake. So we'd, we would save the upgrade till the second set. So the second set had something new to it. Um, and so... Uh, this card, I think this card was was originally. I believe this actual card was originally in uh, World of Wake Design. Um, we like the idea. There's a bunch of different things we do with angels. Um, angels can be protective. Angels and life gain is one of the ways because in some ways the angels being protective of you, the player, if it gains you life. Um, so I think this card in its in its this form, I believe, was in original Tempest. Okay, uh, next. Deathless Angel, four white, white for five, seven. Um, so Deathless Angel is in uh, Rise of the Eldrazi. Uh, flying, uh, white, white. So by the way, all angels with really no exception fly. Um, there's this anticipation. I mean, first of all, you don't really think it's an angel if it doesn't have wings. And if it has wings, like that's what de- visually defines an angel is it has wings. And if you see someone with wings, you expect it to fly. So Pretty much one for one, all of our angels fly, uh, kind of like our dragons. I mean, there's a few exceptions on dragons, but um, there's certain creature types that we really don't avoid. Like we, like it's assumed that they fly, so we make them all fly. Angels is one of those. Anyway, Deathless Angel, five seven flyer, uh, white white target creatures indestructible this turn. Um, so one of the things uh, the angels do, one of the big things they do is they're protective. Uh, and so this was a, a clear way to sort of protect things, making them indestructible. Um, I think this was before, uh, for a long time we had regeneration in the set, uh, sorry, in, in Magic, and then we took it away. And to replace regeneration, we started doing target creature gets indestructible. Usually it's things that affect themselves. Um, but it's interesting because white never granted regeneration to things, but white did protect things. So as we sort of collapse a little bit, there's a little bit of a fuzziness of who does what, but... Um, but this very much is an, an angel protecting things. Okay, next, also from um, Rise of the Eldrazi, Linvala, Keeper of the Silence. Two white, white, legendary creature, an angel, of course. Three, four, flying. Um, activated abilities of creatures your opponent controls can't be activated. Uh, so a lot of times we do this kind of things on small creatures, what we call hate bears, right? So it's usually a, a, a two-mana, two-two, uh, and then it keeps your opponent from doing something. Um, this is like a hate angel. Uh, so occasionally we'll put them on bigger creatures. Um, the idea being that it kind of messes up your opponent's plans because you're, you're not letting them do something. And usually, you know, people are, are prepared for their deck to do the thing they needed to do. So you really can mess people up when you do stuff like that. Um, okay. Uh, next up, um... Sunblast Angel. So Sunblast Angel is from Scars of Mirrodin. Uh, four white, white, four, five, flying. When Sunblast Angels enters the battlefield, destroy all tapped creatures. 
So one of the interesting things about white is um, white sort of needs some justification to kill things. Um, it, it can it can pacify or arrest whatever it wants. It can O-ring whatever it wants because those are all undoable. But when it comes to killing, white usually is like, okay, well, did A, did you attack me or try to hurt me? Okay, I'm defending myself. Um, are you inherently evil? Sometimes it can mess with red and black things because it believes they're inherently evil. Um, one of the ways we've done, one of the shortcuts to sort of talking about have you messed with me um, is instead of caring about, a, you know, a blocked or blocking or attacking, uh, is you do tap creatures. The idea of, well, if you tap, you probably were doing something to me. You were activating to hurt me or you were attacking me. Uh, and so we, we do get let white destroy tap creatures from time to time. Um, interestingly, Alpha originally did it in black, uh, on Royal Assassin, but it is something we sort of, like, black kind of can just destroy anything. So we let white have destroyed target tap creatures. It's not something we do a lot. Um, so Sunblast Angel is a good example where, um, while angels are often protective, uh, there's some vengeful angels, and so sometimes uh, we do have some destructive angels. So this is a good example of kind of a, a destructive angel. Okay. Um, next up. Um, okay, Angel of Strife. So Angel of Strife. Where's this card from? Uh, or sorry, Arch, Arch, Archangel Strife. It's from Commander 2011. Uh, five white, white, six, six, flying angel. Uh, as Archangel of Strife enters the battlefield, each player chooses war or peace. Creatures controlled by players who chose war get plus three, plus zero. Oh. Creatures controlled by players who chose peace get plus three or plus three. Um, so we often refer to this as anchor words, although technically these aren't anchor words and there's not words associated with them. I mean, I guess you choose war or peace. Um, the way we template this now, I guess this would be an anchor ward. So anchor wards is choose war or peace, and then war, this happens. Peace, this happens. Um, like Favor Forge is kind of king of the anchor wards. Uh, it is something we, we, we do more of nowadays. There's a lot of flavor. Like you must choose A or B, and A does this, and B does that. Um, so it, it, it is pretty cool. Okay. Um, Tariel Reckoner of Souls. This is also from... Commander 2011. Uh, four white, black, red for four, seven legendary creatures an angel. Flying and vigilance. Tap. Choose a creature card at random from target opponent's graveyard. Put the card onto the battlefield under your control. So this is a kind of cute card. So one of the things you're trying to do... So obviously we're doing a three-color card. It's an angel at its core, so it's, it's going to be white. Uh, it's got flying and vigilance. So it, it very much feels like a white angel. And then, for its ability, it's like, okay, well, what do white and black and red, where do they overlap? And the idea is, well, white and black are the two colors that tend to reanimate creatures of the graveyard. Red's about randomness. So what if we kind of mix it together and sort of like, it has a little, sort of a chaotic feel to it, but you're getting things back from the graveyard. So um, we've definitely, angels have done a bunch of rebirth type stuff where it's, it's getting things back from the dead. That's a flavor we play with angels. And so this sort of had a, a neat package um, now, normally, white, by the way, tends to get back smaller things. It doesn't get back n normal size. It, it does a little bit, but black is more king of doing that. So, anyway, it's, it's just a cool little package. Um, okay, Aegis Angel. Four white, white, five, five, creature angel, flying. When Aegis Angel enters the battlefield, another target permanent is indestructible for as long as you control Aegis Angel. So, we like doing uh, protecting angels. I mean, the, the interesting things I explained in the last podcast is... Sarah Angel came about because Richard sort of was enamored by the idea of a, of a warrior angel. And really, uh, 
one of the things about magic is we sort of take things and then kind of run with them. And over time, that really this battle angel just became kind of the defining, especially female you know, uh, battle angel, came uh, sort of a magic thing. Uh, and that is sort of our default for where we go. So you'll see a lot of protective angels and battle angels and stuff like this. Um, this was made for Magic 2012. Uh, so it was probably done very top down. Uh, the corsets we like to do, the new designs and corsets are usually super resonant. So the idea of, I am an angel that will protect you felt, felt pretty good. Okay, next up. Uh, this is from Innistrad. Angel of Flight Alabaster. Four white, four, four, flying angel. At the beginning of your upkeep, return target spirit card from your graveyard to your hand. So uh, we're in Innistrad. Innistrad has a tribal component. Uh, white and blue have spirit tribal. So, uh, and white has some ability to do generation. Normally, white tends to give back smaller things, although spirits tend to be smaller, uh, especially in Innistrad. Like, small flying creatures were a lot of where spirits ended up. So, this was sort of meant as we wanted to make an angel to fit the world. Um, and there are a bunch of angels, obviously, in, uh, as we're going to get to in a second. There's a bunch of, there are a lot of angels on Innistrad. Um, so, it, it sort of fit as a natural thing. Okay. Um, Angelic Overseer. Three white, white, five, three, uh, flying angel. As long as you control a human, Angelic Overseer has hexproof and is indestructible. So, okay, so angel flight alabaster, white and blue were spirit tribal, while white and green are human tribal. So this was, um, a card helping with the human tribal. So the idea here is, I have an angel. It's not that it helps the humans, really. It's just that it goes good in a human deck. This card is really hard to beat if you have a human out. So if you're playing a human deck, this goes well with your human deck is the idea. Okay, next. There's a bunch of angels here. A Requiem Angel. Five in white for 5-5. Five, five, flying angel. Whenever another non-spirit creature you control dies, put a 1-1 one, one white spirit creature token with flying onto the battlefield. Okay, so this is something that's not as much uh, a spirit tribal card. Although, I mean, it, it makes spirit, so... It does have some synergy, like in, in Limited. Um, basically, the idea here is that when you die, you come back as a spirit. Um, so it says non-spirit for two reasons. One, the flavor, like a non-spirit creature. A spirit can't die and become a spirit. Uh, and second, uh, it, it avoids loops. Like well, The idea is once you make a little token, uh, the token itself won't come back. There's a couple ways we do this. You'll notice normally when we make tokens that, based off uh, death, so when a creature dies, they make a token. We'll do one of two things. Either we'll say non-token, or we'll say non-the creature type that the token is. This this chose to do that. Um, but, uh... So it's interesting, by the way, that this card... There's sort of some tension here. Because it only triggers off non-spirits, it doesn't really want to go into deck full of spirits, but it does make spirits, so it has some synergy with spirits. So like I said, it works a little bit more unlimited than it does in Constructor. It's not really meant for a spirit deck. Okay, next, also from... Oh, now we're getting into um, Avacyn Restored. Uh, there were... I don't think there actually were any angels... Or no, 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 was Requiem Angel? Oh, Requiem Angel might have been from Dark Ascension. Yeah, Requiem Angel, sorry, was the only angel from Dark Ascension. So what's going on is we come to Innistrad, we kind of learn about the angels, the angels play a role, um, but a lot of the angels have been locked away, like things are going bad. Then we come to Dark Ascension, things are getting worse, so there's one angel. Uh, and then we get Absent Restored, where all the angels get freed. Um, part of the story is that... Uh, uh, Liliana needs to get to Crystal Band because that's one of her demons which she has to kill but is trapped inside 
uh, Gristlebrand and Avacyn got trapped inside um, the Hell Vault, and uh, Liliana uses Thalia, because Liliana herself can't break it open, but gets Thalia, convinces Thalia to break it open to free Avacyn, but then that frees Gristlebrand, and then Liliana kills Gristlebrand. Okay, uh, Angel of Glory's Rise, five white, white, flying, uh, four-six four, angel. Uh, when Angel of Glory's Rise enters the battlefield, exile all zombies, then return all human creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. So this was a mirror image of a card. I'm blinking on the name of the card, but there was a card in Dark Ascension that destroyed all creatures and then returned all zombies to play. Uh, and so this is sort of um, the mirror, like... This is like kills the zombies and then gets back the the, the humans. So it, it sort of meant as a, a sort of mirror of the card from Dark Ascension. Um, part of the idea also was things were going really really bad for the humans in Dark Ascension, and when the humans uh, when the angels come back, things get a little better for the humans. Um, okay, I'm gonna, there's a bunch of angels here. I'm just going to jump to a few of them. Uh, Avison and Angel of Hope, five white 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 eight eight, legendary creature, flying vigilance. Avalon, Angel of Hope, and other permanents you control are indestructible. So this card, as written, although the cost, I think, might have changed, was in vision design, we made her in a meeting, this was exactly what she did. She was 8-8. Eight, eight. She was I think she was even 8 mana. It might not have been as many white mana when we made her, but I believe it was 8 mana for an 8-8, eight, eight, flying vigilance, and she makes everything indestructible. Because um, she is the ultimate protector, right? In the story, Avacyn... Avacyn's disappearance was what was causing sort of a lot of the problems. Um, anyway, um, this was the first... We, we knew that Avacyn was going important. Um, I mean, the, the set was called Avacyn Restored, right? It's like, like you know you got to deliver. She was the packaging image, so um, we really wanted to make a, a, a cool thing, and that's what we ended up making. Um, okay. Uh, Eman- Emancipation Angel. One white, white, three, three, flying... Uh, when Emancipation Angel enters the battlefield, return a permit you control to its owner's hand. Uh, so this is a thing we do in white from time to time, where it's a cost for playing a card, you have to boomerang a thing. Uh, while blue boomerangs anything, white can only boomerang its own its own creatures. And so sometimes there's a cost, we do that. So this, you get a three mana, three, three angel, it's kind of cheap. Uh, it's an uncommon, so this is more meant for limited. But um, yeah, it, anyway, it's a, a good card. Um, okay, let's jump ahead to Restoration Angel. So three white for three, four. Flash flying. When Restoration Angel enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-angel creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. So this flickers, although it says non-angel, so it doesn't flicker itself. It doesn't get infinite flickering. Uh, and then the reason you don't want that is um, notice that it returns right away, and there are cards that trigger every time a creature enters the battlefield. So if you can choose itself, that combo, you, you can do infinite times with whatever triggered of something entering the battlefield. Uh, and Restoration Angel, I, I think, was a very popular card. Okay, next, we have Bruna, Light of Alabaster, Gisela, Blade of Goodnight, and Sigarda, Host of Herons. So, um, they're all... Well, they're, well, they have different generic... So, Bruna is three, two white, and a blue. Gisela is four, one red, and two white. And Sigarda, Host of Herons, is two, one green, and two white. So, all of them... Uh, are two colors. They all have, require two man, two white mana and one of the other color. So there was a blue one, a red one, and a green one. Um, the idea here is uh, Avacyn Restored was our angel set. That's why there's so many angels in it. Um, and Avacyn has kind of three supportive angels, one of each color. 
we didn't do Black because Black was kind of the bad guy in the set. Um, th- there is a fourth sister that gets told in the story that we later printed uh, that is white and black, but was not in the set. So these three cards, which were blue, red, and green angels, I mean, they all were white as well, but we, dic- uh, we nicknamed these the Powerpuff Girls in design. Um, and they, uh, just because one was blue, one was red, one was green. If you've ever seen Powerpuff Girls, it's an animated cartoon of little tiny uh, little superheroes, little female superheroes. Uh, and they are blue, green, and they're blue, green, and red. Um, okay, so Bruna is uh, five, five vigilance flying. Whenever Bruna, Light of Alabaster, attacks her block, she may attach it to any number of auras on the battlefield, and you may put on the bat onto the battlefield attached to it any number of aura cards that are enchanted from the graveyard or your hand. So Bruna is I want to be played with lots of auras, um, and so she's the aura. And and the cool thing about her is that if anything you put it on something else and it dies, you can bring them back. Or you can bring anything that's on the battlefield. So you can sort of play out your auras on the things you have at the time, and as soon as Bruna comes, you can suck up all the auras. Uh, Gisela. Okay, so she's 5-5. Five, five. So they're all 5. But all, all three of the sisters are 5-5. Five, five. Uh, and all of them are flying plus one ability. Uh, so Bruna is Vigilance, uh, Gisela is First Strike, and Sigarda is Hexproof. I know there's a little quirky thing here, looking back, like, why isn't Sigarda, who's green, at Vigilance? Since Bruna, which is white-blue, Vigilance... So, anyway, the First Strike uh, and the Hexproof line up with their colors, the Vigilance is not, so that's a little quirky. Okay, anyway, Flying First Strike. If a source would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, that source deals double that damage to that permanent instead. If a source would deal damage to you uh, or a permanent you control, prevent that, prevent half of that damage, run it up. I made this card. Can you, can you tell? It doubles damage. Uh, so the idea I really, really liked was that angels are both vengeant and protecting. So the idea is she doubles damage you're doing and she halves the damage against you. Uh, this was another card that got made in Vision that I don't think changed. I mean, the numbers changed, but the uh, basic design did not change. And finally, Sigarda um, was Flying Hexproof, 5-5. Five, five. Spells and abilities your opponent control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. Um, so the idea is it sort of protects your thing, so you, you can't, think, can't have things sacrificed. Now note, by the way, that Sigarda costs 5 mana total, Bruna costs 6 mana total, and Giselle costs seven mana total. That had to do with what their abilities were, and so the the better the, Giselle has kind of the strongest ability, so it's the most expensive. Okay, here comes a mono blue angel. We don't get mono blue angels all that often. Uh, so this this mono blue angel is from Plane Chase 2012. So it's illusionary angel, two and a white for a four four angel illusion, a uh, flying uh, cast illusion illusionary angel only if you've cast another spell this turn. So it's funny uh, we've. Later on in time, we made illusions things that when you target, they go away. But this is before we did that. So this is something where it's a cheap angel. It's an illusion, but you have to cast something first. Um, there's not a lot of mono blue angels. In fact, it might be the only mono... You know, there's not a lot of mono blue angels. So, okay, next. Um, this is from Magic 2013, Sublime Archangel. So Sublime Archangel is two white white for four three, flying exalted. Uh, and other creatures you control have Exalted. So what happened was Exalted originally was a mechanic uh, on the Bant in uh, Alara. Um, Brian Tinsman came up with it. And the first time he pitched me Exalted, I thought it was too 
you had to jump through, the, the hoop was too hard to jump through, and I didn't like it. But then we played it, and it actually was very good. So I apologized to him after our first play test. I said, okay, Brian, I apologize. This is a really good mechanic. So we did it there, and then we brought it back. Uh, there's a period where all the core sets would bring back one mechanic, uh, and uh, Exalted was a mechanic brought back. So um, I don't think there was ever an angel made with Exalted. So anyway, here was our chance to make an Exalted Angel. Okay, next. Um, so this is uh, Angel of Serenity from Return to Ravnica. Uh, four white, 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 five, six, flying angel. When Angel of Serenity enters the battlefield, you may exile up to three other target creatures from the battlefield and draw creature cards from graveyards. When Angel of Serenity leaves the battlefield, return the exile cards to their owner's hands. So this one's a little quirky. Uh, so basically what it does is... Uh, lets you get rid of creatures. So you can either use it as a means to get rid of your opponent's creatures, and it's kind of like an Oblivion Ring, uh, which, like I said, we've, we've done in Angels before. Or you can use it on cards in Graveyard, probably your Graveyard, and then when it dies, you get those back to your hand. So white can reanimate creatures to a certain extent, especially Angels. Um, well, this this doesn't this lets you get any creature. Uh, and white can also do Oblivion Ring style effects. So this is an interesting sort of um, we do these designs sometimes where we crisscross space where, like, it has one function with two things, so it can do two different things that color does. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, okay, next is Angelic Skirmishers. So Angelic Skirmishers is from Gatecrash. Oh, this was my set. I, I, I co-led the set with um, Mark Gottlieb. Uh, Angelic Skirmishers, four white, white, four, four, flying. At the beginning of each combat, choose First Strike, Vigilance, or Lifelink. Creatures you control gain that ability until end of turn. Oh, 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 I now realize, I now realize what was going on um, with uh, the Powerpuff Girls. That each of the abilities were things that were in white. They were trying to do shared abilities. Because First Strike's in white and red, and Hexproof can be done in white and green. Although the Vigilance still doesn't work. Man, Blue's not a Vigilance color. Well, I, I think we tried to set something up and then it changed after the fact. Anyway, sorry. Angelic Skirmishers. So you can give it First Strike, Vigilance, or Lifelink. These are all white abilities. Um, but now it did, you did get it, but you can give it to all your creatures. And so this is, um, sometimes we make angels that are kind of leaders and that's kind of cool. Okay. Next also in jumpstart, Aurelia, the war leader, two red, red, white, white, three, four legendary creature, angel flying vigilance, haste. Uh, whenever Aurelia, the warlander attacks for the first time each turn, untap all creatures you control. After this phase, there's an additional combat phase. Um, okay. So. Uh, this is a legendary creature. So one of the things we did is we decided that, um, uh, like I said, two guilds, the Boros and the Orzhov, would have angels. Uh, Boros has angels that are, some of their leaders are angels, that they're often led by an angel. Um, it made a lot of sense because they're, they're warriors and the Boros are kind of our warriors of Ravnica, Ravnica. They're kind of like a combination of the police and the army. Um, so it makes sense that angels lead them. Uh, we've had a couple different angels that have led them. Um, so anyway, uh, so flying vigils in haste, uh, what we're doing there is flying, uh, is because it's an angel. Vigilance is for the white part of the card and haste is for the red part of the card. So we're giving an ability for each, each of the colors. And then, uh, it gets to do relentless assault. Uh, which is an ability that you get to attack. When, after you attack once, you get to attack again. Um, Relentless Assault abilities are primary red. They're kind of loosely secondary white. 
Um, we don't tend to do them in mono white, but we do them on red white cards, and we've done them on hybrid red white cards because um, uh, Boros is very much about building an army and attacking, so it seems pretty cool. Okay, like I said though, uh, let's get to Death Pack Angel. So the Ors, the uh, sorry, the Boros aren't the only ones to get angels. The Orzhov as well. So Death Pack Angel is three white, black, black for a five, five angel flying. When Death Pact Angel dies, put a 1-1 one, one white and black creature token on the battlefield. It has three white, black, black, so same cost, same activation cost as Death Pact's mana cost. Uh, sacrifice this creature, return a card named Death Pact Angel from your graveyard to the battlefield. So the idea is uh, the Death Pact Angel has to deal with this cleric that whenever she dies, the cleric will bring her back. And so uh, essentially this angel has, you know, can, you can keep bringing the angel back, assuming you can keep the cleric alive. Um... But anyway, that's that's kind of cool. Um, next, Firemane Angel. So two and a red, two red white. So four mana total, one red, one white. Three three flying angel. Uh, Battalion. When Firemane Angel and at least two other creatures attack, Firemane Avenger deals three damage to target creature or player, and you gain three life. So what happened here is uh, during the second Great Designer Search, Sean Maine, while designing his his world, came up with a battalion which triggers if you have three or more creatures attack. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I think I have. But uh, I do think if we had this all to do over again, Battalion would be two creatures, not three creatures. But anyway. Um, so we were doing Boros. I decided it was the first time I'd worked on the set since uh, Great Designer Search 2. And I liked I liked the idea. I really liked Battalion. Um, and it seemed cool uh, to, to be a good fit for the Boros. The Boros seemed a good fit for Battalion. Uh, they were definitely a group that was all about attacking in number, right? Um, and so we made an angel. And this angel does... Um, what's the name of the spell? It's an iconic spell from Ritual Ravnica. Um, I believe the name of the spell. You guys know the name of the spell. But anyway, uh, not only did we do a battalion effect, but we did a classic Boros effect from the first time we were on that. Because we Gate Crash was the return, our first return to... Ra- I mean, the return to Ravnica block was our first return. Uh, and Gate Crash was the, the Boros coming back. Okay. Next, we get to M14. Um, Archangel, Archangel of Thun. Three white, white, three, four, flying lifelink. Whenever you gain life, put a plus one counter on each creature you control. Um, we had done um, some, some plus one, plus one counters for life gain before. Uh, and we the idea was, let's go go bigger. So I think before, it was, it was creatures that made themselves bigger. I'm like, okay, we're going big. It's a mythic rare. We'll have an angel that protects all your people and it buffs all your people. That, that, that felt pretty cool. Um, okay, let's, let's hop, hop a little bit. Um, okay, Magister of Worth. Okay, so this was from Conspiracy, the first Conspiracy. Uh, so four white, black, four, four, angel, flying, will of the council. When Magister of Worth enters the battlefield, starting with you, each player votes for Grace or Condemnation. If Grace gets more votes, each player returns each creature card from his or her graveyard to the battlefield. If Condemnation gets more votes, uh, or, or or the vote is tied, destroy all creatures other than Magister of Worth. Um, so the idea of Will of the Council was a mechanic from Conspiracy, where the uh, everybody playing gets to vote, and depending on how the vote goes, it impacts what the card does. So this card is kind of cool. It's a white-black angel. So it's like, shall I save everybody and bring them back from the dead? Or shall I kill everybody and, and put them in the graveyard? Um, and this is a neat card. And um, so Will the Council, but my one contribution to Conspiracy was um, when I talked, Sean Main was the one who made Conspiracy. Came up with the idea and led the design. 
I talked with him about how I really felt that um, we hadn't done enough with voting in multiplayer play, and I really thought there's a lot of cool cool areas where voting could be used, uh, and that's I, I think helps inspire Sean to make Will the Council. Um, but I, conspiracy had a lot of, of voting going on, which is pretty cool. Okay, next up, it's Aviston Guardian Angel from Match of 2015. Okay, um, and then oh, I'm 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 almost to my desk, so I will I will clean up here and then I will I will finish off. Um, so Aviston Guardian Angels, two white, 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 so five mana total, three which is white, five four, flying vigilance, uh, one in a white, prevent all damage that will be dealt to another target creature this turn by sources of the color of your choice. Five white white, prevent all damage that will be dealt to target player this turn by sources of the color of your choice. So, uh, Avacyn, once again, super prote- like, Avacyn's whole shtick is she protects Innistrad. And so, this is the second time we've done an Avacyn. We did the first one, we were in Zendikar. Uh, we were, what was this? This was another core set. I forget, I think we, uh, we started doing cycles of legends in core sets. Um, and so... I forget why we did Avacyn, but I think we're just doing famous creatures, and she made a lot of sense as a mono-white. Um, it might have even been iconic legends. Like, we might have done, like, a dragon and an angel and demon stuff. Um, I don't 100% remember. But anyway, this was the second time we did Avacyn. Um, and like once again, like I said, we went... Avacyn really, really is about protecting things, so we went whole, whole heart in trying to do the protecting things. Um, anyway, guys, I've now realized I'm at my desk. So I hope you guys have, I've been having fun sort of going through angels. I think, by the way, I, I probably in the future I will do some more angels. Maybe I'll, 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 one of the things when I do an interview every week, it's hard for me to do a series that are much more than two things just because I don't want to take up too many weeks on a topic that maybe people don't want. So I'm going to wrap up angels for now. I, I will probably come back to angels. There's, there's, like I said, I got through M15. There's, there's many angels left. So I'll probably in the future come back and do more with angels. I, I do like talking about it. Um, but anyway, I'd love to hear feedback on what you think. Uh, it's kind of fun picking a top and going through cards. So hopefully, guys, you enjoyed that. But anyway, I'm now at my desk. So we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.